Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we now move into a time of focusing on our need for grace, our need for mercy, our need for a Savior. Each one of us has fallen short of the perfect standard you have set, and because of that we are guilty before you. But you in your kindness, mercy, and love sent to us your Son. And this morning we recognize that day. Father, speak to our hearts by your word this morning. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Last night, uh, myself and Dalton were heading home from an event that we were a part of, and we were listening to a person on YouTube talk about what he believed to be the worst songs of the year 2022. And one of those songs that was not in the number one spot, though I would probably argue that it should have been the worst song of 2022, even though this was my first time ever hearing it, that was enough. The song was called Try Jesus, and the chorus goes like this. I should try Jesus, see what all the fuss is about, thinking I should try Jesus because every other man let me down. And that's all I'll quote, because that's all we really need to hear. We didn't even need to hear that much, but I heard it, so you have to hear it. But this idea that Jesus is someone or something that we can just try. We get a free trial to see if it fits the way that we want it to fit, to see if it's right for us. And if it is, great, we'll continue in that uh, religion. And if not, we'll move on to the next thing until we find something that is right for us. This type of thinking is not surprising from the world today, but still something I think is worth pointing out as we consider um, this topic of our true need. The world belittles who Jesus is in every other area of life, but around Christmas time pretends like it cares a little bit uh, when it comes to this time of year. My task this morning is to focus on the truth that Jesus came because we need him, and we do, in fact, need him. When I buy gifts for people for Christmas or birthdays, and I'm not a very good gift giver, my wife handles most of that, um, I try and focus on something the person needs, something that they can actually use, something that isn't going to end up in goodwill the next week. So, but the, the truth is, the greatest gift that we have received is our greatest, is the, is the, coming about of what our greatest need is, and that is found in Christ. Uh, My text this morning comes from Isaiah 41, uh, verses 17, and Luke 1, verses 52 through 54. And so we'll begin by looking at Isaiah 41, which says this, When the poor and needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue is parched with thirst, I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. And then the Luke passage, He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. Both of these passages show God's provision for his people to provide for their needs, the giving of food and water to those who need it. But we go beyond this and we remember what Jesus said in his ministry, that man must not live by bread alone, as he was quoting Deuteronomy 8. But our need for God goes much, uh, much farther beyond the physical into the spiritual. 
We have seen God provide the physical needs for his people throughout scripture. We see this in the manna from heaven for food and the water from the rock for water. And God continues to provide for us as we eat and drink every day and as we provide for our children and our families. But Christmas comes with an interesting dynamic. God became man the second person of the Trinity, taking on a real physical body to save us and provide ultimately for our greatest need, which was our spiritual need, our deadness in sin. We were all, in our sin, enemies of God. But those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and trust in Him and Him alone for salvation shall be saved and are no longer enemies of God, but friends of God. The manger sits always in the shadow of the cross. The direction, the mission, the end of Christ's earthly life, the reason he came into this world, the reason for Christmas was to go to the cross. And as we were singing these hymns this morning, I was trying to notice things that I hadn't noticed before as as I've sung these songs for my entire life. And I noticed that in What Child Is This, the second verse mentions the nails and the spear and the cross, showing this purpose that Christ was indeed born to die. Christ was born to meet our greatest need, our need for a Savior. And this portion of Luke chapter 1 is part of Mary's song of praise that she gives. Um, And it begins with her saying, My soul magnifies the Lord And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. So when we sing the song, Mary, Did You Know?, we can say, yes. Yes, she did. And Mary recognizes her own need for a Savior, which I find a little bit interesting. My spirit rejoices in my Savior. This single phrase completely dismantles the Roman Catholic dogma that is the sinless estate of Mary, that Mary had no original sin and was kept from sin by the grace of God. If Mary was without sin, she would not have a need for a Savior. She would not recognize that need. But she, like each and every one of us, was in need of a Savior. And that Savior this morning, church, is Christ Jesus the God-man, the one we worship, the one we praise, the one we adore, the one who satisfies our true and everlasting needs. To those who thirst, he is the living water. To those who hunger, he is the bread of life, the one who took on human flesh and entered into this world that he created. Christ coming into this world shows us that God has not forgotten us, that he keeps the promises that he makes to us, that he cares for and loves those who are indeed his. He is not something we just try out. He is not a car that we take for a test drive, but he is the only one that we need because without him we are nothing. We are dead in our trespasses and sins, doomed to an eternal fate under his wrath and hell. But to be called by him and drawn to him, we gain everything. We gain salvation. We gain eternal life. We have a new heart. The heart of stone is taken out and the heart of flesh has been given to us that we may be pleasing before God for God clothes us in the righteousness of Christ. 
And 2,000 years ago, this light shone into a dark world. The light of the world came here, a world that needed him. In these many years, God has preserved his word, and the gospel has pierced the hearts of millions of people. The shepherd is gathering his sheep. Some of us celebrate this time of year more than others, but whether we make a big spectacle or not, our need for him does not change. So let us go from here this morning rejoicing that Christ has come, that our need has been met, that we have been rescued out from our sins and out from under the wrath of God. Let us rejoice that Christ has come into this world. Glory to God in the highest and goodwill towards men that we have such a great and wonderful Savior. And it was a wonderful Christmas program this morning with all the children. I thought it was wonderful. And I learned something. I had no idea the candy cane had such great meaning. And that was a huge surprise to me. But um, even such a simple thing can preach the gospel, can show us our true need for Christ. So well done to the children and those who put on it this morning. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, today I pray that you would pierce our hearts, that we would truly recognize that we need you that we are nothing without you, that we are doomed without you, that we are lost, wandering in darkness. But Lord, because of your great kindness and your great mercy that you have uh, replaced our hearts and given us a heart of flesh, that we may see this true light, that we may understand our sin and turn to our Savior, who we run to this morning, who we recognize came into this world to save us from our sins. So, Father, I ask that you would continue to bless this time that we have in worship this morning. Would it be glorifying to your Son, in whose name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> 